Hey, so this is Logan uh, talking to inform anyone who might be listening to this that the issue of the audio that was happening in the last episode of this podcast is still an issue with Anchor and their um, recording software because of overuse and uh, the internet as a whole is kind of laggy right now, apparently. So it's not nearly as bad as it was, and it usually kick it kicks in around the half hour mark. So if at, if about like half an hour, and then it gets worse periodically from half an hour to the end, it kind of just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, so if you notice that like it starts getting like where we keep interrupting each other a lot, because we've inter- I think total in this recording session there was like three interruptions and all of, you can kind of tell where they were. Because it's just, like, I accidentally interrupt, and then it suddenly becomes, like, it, I go immediately silent because I didn't realize I was interrupting someone. Or the, the or Kiana does the same thing. But there's a couple times where it just kind of, like, and you can't really hear anything. So, oopsie, sorry about that. I'm hoping that Anchor can solve this issue soon. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's about it. Enjoy. How's life going, my guy? Um, I just turned off my air conditioner so that I'd have good audio quality, and I'm probably going to burn. Yeah, I turned my fan off for the same reason. Even though my audio quality usually is always still bad on this, because I have the fucking worst phone <laughs> in the world. For some reason, doesn't take any microphone that I have as an input device. Yeah, it's... When I was out earlier, it was like hotter than Satan's butt crack out there. I was like, no, I'm going back inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, I so love the heat. New? Don't get me wrong. But what? Yeah. What? I said, so what's well, new? Love... Uh, well, the heat is new. And I both love and hate it. Because I love the weather. But I sweat more than the average six people combined. <laughs> so it's mm. yeah i i like the heat but as of now it's like the kind of heat where it's hot but you can't do anything about it because you can't really go swimming or anything just yet so you kind of just have to suffer for a few weeks you're wrong oh i've been swimming every day for the past three days is it warm it's not bad, no. Oh, I wonder if it's because of the rain then. I have no idea. Granted, I haven't swam in a river. I swim in a lake. Yeah. I'm sure, any river is freezing. Oh, I'm sure all all the rivers are always freezing. Let's be honest. That's true. Um, I actually saw David day before yesterday when I went swimming. Oh, wow. Because Chloe was there. Like, I got there, and uh, Chloe was swimming around. And then shortly after we arrived, she left. Uh, and then I guess she, like, told David, like, bro, we're having ribs and Logan's at the beach. You should come over. And then, like, as he was, like, coming over, I went, I left the beach to go eat food. And he texted me, he was like, bro, I heard you were swimming. You want to go again? 
and he never responded. I said, like, okay, I'm down. Just tell me when. And he never responded. So we all were just like, let's just go again. And if they're there, they're there. And as we were, like, walking down, I just see this, like, scraggy dude walking up the hill. And I thought it was, like, a family member or, like, a friend of the family. And I'm, I looked, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's fucking David. Oh. Bruh. So that was a good time. That is a good time. Uh, what? Anything new with you though? Uh, it's just you know the same old, same old. Just still managing the art account, which is good time. I don't think mm-hmm. I told you about my newest uh adventure with that account though, did I? I don't think so. No. So I didn't tell you about the bread cult. Uh, no. But what you did tell me, the only thing I've heard about the bread <laughs> cult is um, when you sent me those pictures of George. Oh, uh, yes. I said, did you acquire George? And your response was, I acquired him from certain bread cult members. <laughs> Yep, that is correct. So what's going on with that? Um, I don't know. So the bread cult was floating around for quite a while on the account. And I was just like, man, that looks like so much fun. Uh, and I commented on, because they have a meme account, like dedicated to the bread cult. And I was like, man, this looks like so much fun. And they're like, I mean, like, we could see if we have room for you and I was like uh yeah at this point everyone thought I was like a pretty normal artist because Mm -hmm. I hadn't really found my people yet you know and so they added me and a bunch of people immediately started freaking out they're like oh my god it's an art god what do I do I need to go I need to leave and I'm like (laughs) I'm crackhead and from then on out, you know, I was I was dubbed their mother, so I'm the mother. One of oh, three mothers. That's the title. Yep. It's a good time. One of three. So now it's just been you know, just times in the bread cult. I I actually sent them the link to the podcast in the group chat, so they will likely be listening to us. Oh, well, to any bread cult members uh, listening, um, I love bread, and I don't disrespect bread at all. Uh, please don't find me. <laughs> yeah, if they find you, then that'll be an interesting uh, time. I remember um, just you saying bread cult reminded me. So I have a group of friends that uh, I met playing overwatch and we've been really we've been really good friends for almost three years now uh and i remember when i when i joined their little group because they like they made a thing that like they never like accept new people they were we were playing i was just playing like ranked overwatch like competitive overwatch and i was a mercy which in case you don't know is just the healer they just they're everyone's either favorite or least favorite member of their team because they're either like 
they do nothing when it comes to killing people. Their entire purpose is just to heal and make you feel good. And I was playing as that person. So they, and I, I guess just they said that something about me vied with them and they invited me to join their little group and it was called the French Toast Mafia. Oh. And, and that's what we called it. And I don't know where they got that idea, but I think if I remember correctly, they just put their, they just put, they just got like a random group name generator. And they got French Toast Mafia. And I started making, because that was, uh, I remember at one point I made them like a t-shirt. I made us t-shirts of it. And then I got an email from this guy and he's like, hey, because I posted something about it on my old um, Tumblr account, which I don't use anymore. <laughs> so I don't like Tumblr. Um, and I posted something about it. And this guy like messaged me and he was like, hey, you can't use French Toast Mafia. That's already a thing. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? And I looked it up and it's like a gaming YouTube channel slash like semi-professional esports team so we had to change that so we ended up going to another like we ended up going to another name generator we got lazy ass profits hmm. we've just been calling ourselves lap for the past like two years wow one of those members actually i'd like to do a small plug of something one of my friends did uh, one of the members of LAP. Uh, his name's Max. He lives in Oklahoma, and he's in a semi-successful band now. Wow. Uh, nothing huge, but uh, they're called Clear Cove. Hmm. And they released, they only have one song released right now, and it's called Orange Coke, and it's really good. I should specify that uh, the last time we recorded this, the audio was super fucked up and really out of sync. And like the anchor, which is what we use to record this and distribute it, they emailed me saying that it was like a common issue that week and that it could happen again. So I have no idea if the, if the audio on this is going to be out of sync. And the way it sounded in the last episode is it's, you could hear your responses before you heard what I said. <laughs> the sound just kept interrupting you because I was just like, so what do you, so you'd be like, yeah, well, I don't really know. Like, so what do you think about, <laughs> it was just like, Ugh. Oh. Yeah, hopefully so that, that happens happen. again. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. And if that does happen, know that we're not really interrupting one another all the time. Except that it's we are. It's just really bad. Uh, that, like, yeah, every now and then, but, like, <laughs> it was every sentence in the last episode. It was every single sentence, pretty much, was, like, an interruption. Yeah, that's, that's no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> uh, it's alright. Do you still have... So hot. In my room, Wait. I'm going to explode. Oh, yeah. It's hot, man. It's fucking hot. <laughs> you think of Michigan, you don't think of 
90 degree weather like ever other places they're just like oh it's like 100 degrees and i'm fine and i'm like well then again you have dry heat we have humidity uh yeah i texas where i lived in texas for the spring like springtime was when you had muggy it was really muggy all the time in like april and june and it was hot but then in the summer you got to like 108 degrees but it was dry Hmm. here it's just 90 and muggy for spring and summer it's not a good time not really no Are you still riding the high of the art account? Are things still going really well? Um, yeah, things things are pretty good. I was pleased to find out that one of the tags I used, my art ended up going like getting to the top of that tag. Like sixty I think it was sixty something thousand pieces had been made for that tag. And it was like at the top. Like wow. one of the top ones. I think it was like sixty three point 5k so i was like i okay hmm. wow do you have a because i found that some of my friends who have like uh like they're have up and coming sort of successful art accounts they just like get so many like sponsorships things but like the bigger you get you get more but you get cooler ones but like and you don't get a lot of cool ones that you actually want to take but they are getting like lots of like not so cool sponsorship things like they're getting sponsored by like local gas stations want to sponsor them like tons they want like they're getting like condom ads like people want Trojan and Viagra ads on their art account all the time Mm. Have you gotten? Have you had any run-ins with that sort of side of things? No, I I actually haven't had any. I think it's just because of the kind of art I put out is pretty specific. I have had some requests for, like, people wanting to buy some of the art I made, which was kind of cool. So I'm trying to figure out the commissions at the moment, just like how I'm gonna go about that, because I do think that. At this point, if people are expressing interest, that it might be something I could work with. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this might actually start making me money, which is like, oh, that's a good thing because I'm poor. That's very cool. I'm also hoping to get an iPad soon and an Apple Pencil to hopefully make more art. Uh, my sister uses uh, that, and she says that it's great. At first, she didn't like it because she's not a big digital artist. Mm-hmm. But she ended up like really, really liking it. So I suppose that's cool. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's just weird. It's not weird. It's just difficult sometimes to, like, pull myself out of bed and go downstairs and, you know, boot up my 100-year-old desktop computer (laughs) try using my Wacom through that it's just it's super laggy very touchy and it takes a lot of time that I don't have 
Yeah, I get that. Uh, I don't even have a computer right now, so I and I, I have a borrowed uh, like 2011 MacBook from the Career Center, but I just haven't been able to return yet. Oh yeah. Um, but I I pretty much only use that for like I haven't used it in probably a month and a half. I did my last graphics project ever with it, oh. and then I was done. Yeah. Uh, I, so I'm in a group chat with like almost every senior in our grade, or I don't know why I said that, with almost every senior of this year from our school. Um, and it like, I, I came up with an idea in it and I was like, what do you guys think about the idea of our official title? Cause we're not really seniors anymore because our senior school year is over, but we're not graduates because we haven't gotten our diplomas and stuff because of the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I came up with the idea of our official title being would-be graduate. And it seems to be catching on. I've seen a lot of seniors posting things on their Instagram that are like, oh, yeah, would-be graduate. And everyone in the group chat was like, oh, yeah, that's super cool. We'll do that. And there, and I was like, that's not really that clever. But I want to pretend like it is. And, like, I really coined that. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Oh, it's, good it's hard to think that I'm a senior now. You are. Well, you're not yet. Your school year's not over. Technically, no, yeah. But it's like, you know, just just there. Yeah. It's getting to that point where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, God dang it. I didn't even yeah. get the junior experience of being harassed about college every single day and um <laughs> you'll get it you're sitting here don't worry so it doesn't end that year it's just and now people are saying that they don't think we're going back at all like this upcoming year and i'm like if we don't go back i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself because apparently I don't so uh, I don't communicate with people unless I'm being forced to, which I found out very recently that I just really dislike people in general. Okay. So I probably have to do something about um, that. I mean I don't know. A lot of people don't like people. I think <laughs> I don't think you have to learn to like people. I think you have, I think maybe you might have to learn to deal with people. Because, I mean, you like some people. Yeah, I like uh, some people. So, I think, like, you don't need to like everyone. You don't need to be a people person. That doesn't really need to be a thing. But, especially, like, in early 20s, maybe learning to deal with people might be a good idea because you're going to need to have, like, a network of if not friends then maybe acquaintances in order to get farther especially as artists although i will say as of right now you do seem to be doing pretty well for yourself oh well thank you but i found that it's easier with friends and acquaintances and stuff. yeah but also like just the idea of no artist who's 20 is going to be not able to not have a day job like that's a very rare thing you're going to have a day job and 
at this stage in our lives, it's probably going to be in retail or fast food or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So. I mean, I've been interacting with, like, tons of people over the internet. Like, tons of people. And, oh, I forgot to mention, I have a fan account. You have a fan yes. account? Yes. Like, not, like, my account. Like, that? someone made a fan account of my account. So, like, of me. Wow, really? Yeah, it's, like, the coolest thing. They made fan art, and they posted actually a recent talking about like they had it was a screenshot from a very popular artist's story of when they had reshared my art they're like i just found the screenshot and i still remember the story behind it and they went on to explain how like they had really liked my art and i had inspired them to create their art account and i was just like blown away reading that because something very similar happened to that Again, with a very popular artist who I would say is a friend of mine now. And I think I mentioned her. But. You have. We talked about yeah. her last time. And um, I was talking to her. I forgot what about. I think I was talking to her about like how much I had liked her account before I started mine. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, if you look at my art, you can see that my style changed when I when you had made your account because your art influenced mine a lot and like still inspires my art. I was like, uh, <laughs> it what? It's like so surreal to think that an artist that I, I like absolutely adored before like my account took off ended up being inspired by me and like it changed their art the art that i initially fell in love with it was just it was the coolest thing that's very cool uh i haven't had an experience where it's the reverse where someone that i heavily admired got influenced by my art after i got influenced by their art but i do have uh there's this guy his name's steve dorian and he's super cool steve dorian is so cool and he's such a good artist. Um, and he his handle is Lemony Fresh. Mm, Lemony Fresh is what his mm. name is. So he he's have you seen my self portrait I drew for graphics? I think I have. Like with the really big head and the huge glasses and Is that the one that's your profile anyway. picture? Uh, yeah, that profile picture, that's the really cool thing is that profile picture, actually. So that profile picture is similar but different. So my profile picture on Facebook uh, was drawn by this Steve Dorian oh. guy of me. So Steve Dorian, his name is Lemony Fresh. He probably most famous on the internet for doing, like, Game Grumps animated stuff. He... His art style heavily influenced mine to the point where, like, for a while, it seemed like I a lot of people would accuse me of being an, a Lemony Fresh clone because it was very close, which I, I already saw similarities before I really started, like, getting influence mm-hmm. from him. But I remember I got this huge influence from him. Now I would say that I'm a little bit farther away from his style, but it definitely still hasn't influenced when it comes to, like, the size of proportions and 
Sometimes I like drawing people, like when they have glasses, I don't like drawing the eyes behind it, like stuff like that. And I told him about that. And I, and I like DM'd him and was like, hey, your art really inspired me. Um, and, he, and he like talked back to me and he was like, bro, it's, it's totally cool. I like what you've done with it. I like how you changed it up. And then I find out that uh, Lemony Fresh is not just a person, but it's like a couple people. And I found out that there's like a girl named Leanne who also does like a different style of Lemony Fresh. And even now I have done some stuff with Lemony Fresh as a different style. So that is like my closest thing to that experience you're talking about, but very different, but still I, I think that's probably my favorite experience with a famous artist. That, yeah, that's, or not even that's cool. I like that. It's just, you know, it's it's really awesome when you get, like, once you're kind of unsure about your art and, like, like oh, it's not really that good. It could be better. And then just once you start getting feedback and, like, once people start telling you, like, hey, you inspired me to do this. You inspired me to make my art account. You inspired my art. Like, it just, it's a whole new ball game because it's, at that point, you're not drawing for yourself anymore. You're, like, drawing for your audience you're drawing for like those people who might not have seen your art yet but might and it's it's just so cool yeah that's a very cool thing and i one day will get you to tell me what that <laughs> art account is i've had a few people find it and i will I've just had a few people find it so far and it's not been a very fun experience Really? Well, it's, it hasn't been bad or anything, but it's just like, uh, better check my captions to make sure I didn't say anything too revealing. Which I, I didn't, thankfully. I'm, I'm uh, not that secretive with my art account, so like, if you would find it, there's not much that I would have said that would be yeah. bad. It's, you know, it's just like the overall feeling of wanting to be uh, I totally... Oh yeah, I totally get the feeling of it's it's its own thing. It's kind of your thing, and you don't want it to be. You don't want it to be like my design account, where it's usually just like high school acquaintances and ex business partners looking at it. You kind of want it to have like its own yeah. community, which is why if the people who like found it did do they do stuff like they're like oh, blah blah blah. Like I don't know if you say your name on your account. I do not. I you have a not. pseudonym for my account. Well, I need to put it in. If you uh, if you linked this podcast to Red Cult members, your name is in the title. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, they know that. They know my real name. Like okay. they all know it's a um, pseudonym. I actually said it a few days ago. I'm like, this isn't my real name, but I just use that for, you know, it just caught on. It wasn't really intentional, yeah. but. <laughs> I get that. Um, But like, I almost wonder, because if I was in your situation, I think the thing that I would hate the most is if I told a friend or a family member about it and they commented like, oh, Kiana, the, it, I'm so proud of this account. It's like, that's not what I want here. No, yeah, that's yeah. that's 
uh, kind of weird. The person that found out, they were really cool about it. They kind of understand the, they understand that, like, just the things about it. And they're like, oh yeah, that's it's uh, really cool. They were so they were super chill about it, which was good. If anyone were to find out, I'm glad it was that person, and not like someone else. Uh huh. Yeah, I get that. I'm personally offended. <laughs> How dare you? Well, how dare you not be okay? Me find it. How dare you? Maybe like down the road. I'll consider it. I'm actually considering making another account for people like from our school and stuff because I know I talk about it a lot and everyone wants to know about it. I don't want them to know. So I'm thinking maybe I can like meet them in the middle and create an account and like post my neutral art on there. Like, I've done a couple of designs and stuff, mm. and just random stuff. That would also be cool, I think. I think when it comes to, because, like, for the most part, I get your art style. Like, I, I obviously, art styles are, like, always uh, evolving and changing. But, like, I feel like there's, you have two very distinct art styles, and I, I choose to label them as the animatic you sent me versus Germathy. Oh, yeah. The animatic. <laughs> That's how I look at the two. Those were very lazy art styles. So those weren't really. I don't think that was my actual art style per se. I. Oh, no. Yeah. I could send you a couple of arts that prop like properly depict it. But uh, the collab you sent me a while ago, I feel like that was a pretty good representation. Yeah, even that. Oh, God. I'm looking back at it, and it wasn't even my work for it. To me now, looks kind of bad, which I'm sure is a good thing. That means I'm improving. But my art yeah. style's definitely been, like, solidifying itself, I think. I've been fixing some anatomy things about it but i've had a lot of people tell me it's very uh -huh. disney style which was interesting <laughs> it is i yeah. told you that too I... it reminds it reminds me more specifically of don bluth i don't know if you know that company i don't they're owned by disney now but they made anastasia and Land Before Time, and American Tale, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. I remember showing, because I really like the character design for Jim Hawkins from uh, Treasure Planet. Fuck. And they're like, oh yeah, your, your art style is like very much like this one. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You know, I never thought about it, but they're totally right. Because normally when you think like, oh, it looks like you, it's a Disney style, you think of like Little Mermaid or Aladdin, or you think of like Moana and Frozen. But you really do have, <laughs> wow, I never thought about that. 
it's very much like Treasure Planet and Lilo and Stitch and Atlant- yeah. Atlantis. It's like early 2000s Disney. And that's like the Disney that I really like the most. Like, so when that person told me about it, I was like, man, you, you're right. Because I just like his character design. I don't know why, but it just makes me so happy. I mean, Treasure Planet is like, do you have movies and like TV shows and stuff? Like when you watch them, it just feels like. Yeah, definitely. Treasure Planet is definitely one of those movies for me. That movie is so fucking good. I don't know what movies are like that. That era of animation makes me so happy. DreamWorks and Disney. Like, when the 2D animation was becoming, like, super fluid... And, like, right before they switched oh, yeah. over to their new animation style, was just kind of, like, mm-hmm. it was a good era. Uh, I don't know how much, because obviously you, you love, like, those kinds of movies and stuff, but I don't know how, like, into their production, like, learning about, like, how they work and stuff like that you are. Um, yeah, I'm not very much into that aspect. I... <laughs> I like I watch the movie. I'm like, this is good movie, and then I move on. There is a really good YouTube channel and YouTube video that I vibe with so fucking hard. Like every video they make, I watch, and like either I completely agreed, or it like I never thought of it that way, and then like I go on my own deep introspection about this thing. And then, like, it, you, I cry in almost every video <laughs> this guy makes. It's his most recent one. He uploaded a video, like, a week ago, I think. And I cried, like, six times in it because his story of, like, a certain hard time in his life was, like, so, like, paralleled with my hard times that I've gone through. And I just remember, like, crying, like, multiple times. But his, his channel's name is Bread Sword. Hmm. Uh, and he, his most popular video and his first real video in this style, if you want to call it that, is called Treasure Planet, Disney's Biggest Oh, mistake. I've seen that. Yeah, floating around. That video is so fucking good. He talks about, like, uh, Clements and Musker and their journey throughout Disney their their ups and downs throughout Disney, which I don't know if you know about the the fucking dynamic duo of Disney movies. Um, no, I don't. Okay, so, uh, I don't remember. One of them is Ron, and one of them is John, and their last names are Musker and Clements. I think it's Ron, or John Musker and Ron Clements. I think are their names. Might mix those two up, but they got their start as animators for um, The Black Cauldron. And they were like assistant writers, I'm pretty sure, on The Black Cauldron. Which I don't know if you know the story of The Black Cauldron, but The Black Cauldron almost made 
Disney go bankrupt. It like almost destroyed the entire mm. company. Um, and they worked on it. So Disney already didn't have super high hopes for them or anyone who worked on that movie. Even though that movie is fucking amazing. And it's so like dark compared to other Disney movies and sad and it's really complex. It's really good. Um, but they, so they worked on that and they, and they wanted, after they made that, they were like, we want to make Treasure Planet in space or Treasure Island in space. That's what they want to do. They want to make Treasure Island in space and they were going to make it in the 80s. And Disney was like, no, you just made the Black Cauldron. We need to play things safe. Go work on this Sherlock Holmes is a mouse movie called oh, The Great yeah. Mouse Detective, which they did. And amazing. The Great Mouse Detective is also amazing. And it did well in the box office, and everyone liked it. So they were like, okay, cool. We like these guys now. And they were like, we want to make Treasure Island in space. And in the breadsword video, he says, and then the president of Disney said something like to the tune of uh, pirates are gay, go make mermaids instead. And then he made, they made the little mermaid and started the Disney Oof. Renaissance. So then they were like, we want to make treasure Island in space. And they were like, no, go make Aladdin. They made Aladdin. And then they're like, we want to make Treasure Island in space. And at this point, the president of Disney was like, I'll tell you what. You, you have done what we wanted you to do for three movies. If you do it one more time, you get your dream project. So they made Hercules, which is also amazing. And finally got to make this. They finally got to make this movie. But then, like, the president of Disney, like, he got... He left the company and went to form DreamWorks, and you had a new president who there are videos all about this new president that he turned Disney upside down in so many different ways and made such an impact in like bad and really good ways. And he didn't like the idea of Treasure Island in space. And they were the movie was only getting made as a promise from someone who wasn't even in the company anymore. So he, he talks about how it, there's a really running theory that Disney left Treasure Planet out to die. Hmm. And how it's like one of the most expensive animated movies that's ever been made because it uses super fluid 2D animation, perfectly synced up with 3D CGI. They use, uh, I think it's called Deep Canvas is what it's called. Do you know, know what Deep Canvas is? I'm probably totally fucking up the name because I've done mm -hmm. that multiple times. Um, it's a company, it's a or not company, it's a uh, program that they that the Disney Brain Trust created for Tarzan. So like in order to make 3D environments that 2D animated characters can interact with. So they use it for all the scenes where like Tarzan and Jane are like swinging through the trees or like surfing on the vines. Like the the vine roller coaster scene at the end where they're like flipping yeah. through everything. That's all used this this program. And it's super expensive to use, but 
every time there's a 3D environment in Treasure Planet, it's used wow. in this. In Tarzan, they only used it for like a, a total of like 10 minutes. But in Treasure Planet, it's like 40 minutes. So it became so expensive. And they were like leaving it out to die. Because they they put it up against... They, it was a summer movie. It would have been a really good summer blockbuster. But they released it around the holiday season. And do you know mm -hmm. what it had to go against? It had to go against The Santa Claus, which was Disney's own Christmas movie. And the first oh, Harry Potter yeah, movie. That... Huh. So Treasure Planet didn't do well for obvious reasons. And on top of that, so Disney does this thing. And in the video he talks about, he's like, Disney does this thing because that's what smart companies do, which is like they take in viewer things. So they're like, hey, they talk to their audience and they're like, are you going to go watch this movie? If not, why? And almost all of them said no. And the reason was because they figured out their release schedules. They knew that if something came out in the spring of 2006, it was going to be out by the winter of 2007 on DVD. And they would just wait to buy it on DVD. Hmm. But instead of changing that to make a more unpredictable schedule, which would have made them more money, they just didn't. And Treasure Planet died because of it and the promise of a sequel where Willem Dafoe was going to play the villain went, went underway and they didn't make it it sucked wow well you learn something new every day yeah man and he has made this guy has made so many great videos like that he made a video talking about the black cauldron and how it's like the best Halloween movie to watch, even though it's not super scary. How it's like a Halloween masterpiece. So that's a really good video. He made a video talking about like the history of dance in film, which I think has a very niche select group of people that would enjoy that video, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> and then his most recent one talks about Gurren Lagan, which is an anime. But it talks about how, like, it basically, it's like a complete introspection about how, like, when you're depressed, what you need a lot of the time is not good vibes. You need to get angry because it makes you feel something. He talks about how he watched this show called Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is another anime but made by the same people. And its whole point is it's this if you're depressed and you watch that show, and you're the right kind of depressed, and you fully understand it, that watching that show is a, tr is a life-changing experience. Hmm. It, like, changed my life when I watched it. And he talks about how he watched it, and then he was still depressed, and his friend was like, didn't you watch Neon Genesis? He's like, yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. And he said, well, clearly you didn't get it because you're still depressed. <laughs> And he got angry because he knew he was right deep down. And then this new show came out, which is about how, because Neon Genesis' whole thing was like, when you're feeling down and disconnected from humans, you need to reach out, make connections. You need to have a deep introspective thing, which is true for some people. But Gurren Lagan is, you don't need, you just need to get punched in the face. You just need to grate your teeth. You need to get angry. 
You need instead of loathing why you're not being productive, you need to get mad at the reason that that is causing it. And that shit made me fuck cry. I'm sorry to have ranted <laughs> about a YouTube channel for like ten minutes, but it's so good. Maybe we'll get sponsored or something. Yep, looks very maybe <laughs> he uploads very rarely but it is every time he does it is a fucking treat <laughs> yeah that sounds, that sounds pretty legit yes well, i don't know how i'm gonna how i can follow up from that up <laughs> very heartfelt <laughs> rant <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's fucking move on. <laughs> Have you been watching movies and shows and stuff? Have I been watching? No, I I don't think I've really been doing anything, <laughs> if I'm being honest. No. I've been drawing. I've spent an ungodly amount of time nice. on Pinterest, looking at references. Oh. Um, okay. And, yeah. It's basically, I've spent either all my time on Instagram, Pinterest, or on my computer drawing. Okay. Uh, I went through this, I'm doing this thing right now where, because I like, I like some anime, but it takes a lot for me to really like it, but I want to like broaden my horizons when it comes to it. So I'm in a Discord server with a bunch of my friends, and almost all of the people in that Discord server love the anime way more than I do. Like, they super love almost all of it, and I it takes a lot for me to like one. Uh, and they, they just told me, they're like, hey. So I was like, all right, everyone give me your top ten, and I'll watch them. Even if I have seen them already, whether I already loved them or I hated them, I'll rewatch them. I'll watch all the new ones. So I've been doing that, and I've, like, found a couple that I are fucking so <laughs> good. And I used to hate the way that it, like, any anime that came out before, like, 2006, I would hate the way it looked, because it always kind of looked the same in a way. And I hated the way it looked. It took a lot. Like, there was a show called Cowboy Bebop, and that was, like, the only one that I really liked the way it looked. Uh, but now I'm starting to like it, because I've watched so much of it. Uh, remember that thing I sent you uh, of, like, the girl in the war paint with the giant wolf? Yeah. That's from one of those shows that I was watching called Princess Mononoke. Hmm. And, oof, it's so good. I can't even really explain it because I don't want to give anything away. But it is, it is so good. Uh, I guess... If I could explain it the best, it's like a girl who has a certain type of past who lives out in the wild and has like animal friends and a giant wolf that she knows and traipses along with and there's a guy who does the thing. Legit. Great explanation. I think I've watched one so that's, that's what I've been I think I've watched one anime and I didn't even watch that much. I watched a few episodes of it in eighth grade. 
I think it was that? called orange. If I remember. Citrus? No, I think it was just orange. Just called I think orange? So. It was like, I think it was about like one of the characters had like, I don't, I don't remember. I watched a few episodes of it illegally online. <laughs> and then I remember I always watched it in science class. Mr. Thompson science class. Nice. I always watched it. I thought you were talking about citrus. I was like, why were you watching citrus? I don't know what that is. Citrus is... Wow. Citrus is... I watched it... Um. And I actually kind of liked it. It was kind of a wholesome love story in a way, but there was some stuff I couldn't get past, like kind of the fact that I was kind of basically porn. Mm. Uh, didn't like. I didn't like that side of it at all. Um, because I don't know. Some people are into fucking anime titties, but I don't. It doesn't get me going. I don't like it. I don't like any of that stuff. Um, but. Uh, we were so it's about two stepsisters that realize they're in love. Like they're not they haven't been stepsisters their whole life. Like they're like seventeen and their parents get married. And the thing is is that like in like porn, it's like, Oh, you're my stepsister, so it's okay, but in this they're like, it's weird and like they have to fight. They like don't know if they're right for thinking this. By the end they're like, ah, eh, fuck it. You can't help who you like. But at the beginning, they're like, this is really weird and it makes me uncomfortable in a way and I don't like it. And I kind of appreciated that side of it, that it was like kind of more realistic in that hmm. sense. But it's, I don't recommend <laughs> it. I don't recommend it. Yeah, it, it doesn't, really. it doesn't really sound um, like my area, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's not, it's not really my area either. But I don't know. Just like, I don't know, I have some shows that, like, I hate everything like it, but then there's just, for some reason, one show that I, I don't know, just vibes with me, I guess, like Citrus. I hate all shows like Citrus, but I, I don't know, I kind of liked it. I hate all shows like Riverdale, but I like Riverdale. Mm. Um, But I think the best thing I've watched in all this, like, anime things I'm going is what I'm watching right now, which is called Cowboy Bebop. Holy shit. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop is so good. It's so good. You know, it takes a, There's a it takes lot for me to get into, like, media and just, like, movies or TV shows. Uh -huh. I just, I'm very stubborn when it comes to watching them. I don't have the attention span to watch uh -huh. them. So if I get into like a movie or a TV show or anything like that, then it's like a miracle from on high. Because I'm just not really that type of I person. Yeah, see, I am that type of person. Because like I'm I'm like so interested in like filmmaking and the way they go about that kind of stuff that like like watching something new is like really exciting for me. Which is why I feel like when it's something that I've never seen before, I'm kind of like easily let down if I'm really excited for it. Like The Godfather. I don't know if you've ever watched those movies. I haven't. 
Um, but they like they're hyped up to be like the greatest movies ever. So it's kind of like, so when I watched them, I was like, oh my God, they're going to be so amazing. They're going to be so good. I'm so excited. And they were just kind of okay. And I, I don't know. I didn't like them that much, but like, and then when I told people I didn't like them, they're like, oh my God, it's so good. But but also, if I don't know anything about a show and I've never seen it before, I usually love it, or at least have fun with it. And then maybe upon like, like then like two days later, I'll be like, actually, I hated that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's. But how would you? Talk? That's happened to me before. Like. I tend to like everything that I've watched to a certain extent. I don't think I've seen a movie in my lifetime that was like that I've been like oh that was completely horrible I hate everything about it like I always like it to an extent I think it's just because of how picky I am with what I watch that I don't really watch enough Mm. to have any bad opinions I don't know what's bad I get that uh, Krista's kind of the same way. That she like, we we've actually talked about this a couple times before. That sometimes when we watch things together, there's like a kind of like a clash. Uh, because say, uh, for instance, Krista likes Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, I think Grey's Anatomy is the scourge of the earth, and every time I watch it, I have a horrible time. I fucking hate that show. And and shows like it, I almost always hate. And she was watching, I don't even remember what it was called, One Tree Hill. That's what it was called, One Tree Hill. She was watching that. And I, like, popped in for a second. And I saw something that I immediately hated. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And she doesn't, because she's talked about how, like, since her brain doesn't notice things like that, she doesn't want to notice things like that. So when I notice things like that, her view of the thing gets a little bit, less and we're trying to work on that we're trying to work about her not caring about what i think that i actually had a conversation earlier today that was very it was somewhat similar because someone yeah. was asked like they were doing questions or something and i think someone asked what they like like to do in their free time and they're like oh i like to read really long angsty stories and i messaged them i'm like that's funny i like to write long angsty stories and um they're not a native English speaker. So we had gotten, we talked okay. and I'm like, yeah, I'm super specific about what I read on the internet, like fan fiction or what have you, because I'm a writer. And uh-huh. I wouldn't say I'm like super advanced, but I'm not like mm-hmm. average, you know, I'm a little bit above that, I think, just to the point where, yeah. you know, point of view errors, uh, constant grammatical mistakes uh those things really ruin a story for me and I can't not notice them yeah and so when one of those things are off like tense issues tense issues are such a big deal for me because that's what I used to have trouble with so my mind is so like keen on picking those out because I always used to do that for my work and I was like yeah, it's just really hard for me to enjoy a lot of 
fan fiction because most of these people are young. They aren't super developed with their writing. And I want to enjoy it, but I can't because, you know, my brain just needs something good. And so I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that. And that's why that's why I write, because like, well, if I can't find anything I like, I'll just put it out there myself. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I don't really care because I don't English isn't my first language anyway. I really care more about the plot and the characters. And I'm like, oh, you lucky duck. Yeah. Uh see I'm I'm kind of the same way. I'm I'm not as bad as you when it comes to writing stuff because I think you're definitely a better writer than I am, but I definitely wouldn't scoff at my own writing. And I've actually written uh I've actually written a fan fiction book. I wrote like a whole book. I called it a novel and it was of Super Smash Brothers, specifically Brawl. And basically, I wrote it when I was, like, nine, and I just wanted, uh, like, more characters in the game that I liked. And I did, you know what, for a nine-year-old, I didn't do too bad of a job of setting out a story. And then very recently, I found it on an old laptop, and I started rewriting it. And so that's been kind of like a, because I want to get back into, like, writing a lot. So um, I kind of have two writing projects on there, and one of them is kind of a secret, because I'm hoping to release it. Because that would be cool, but I I will say that it is it is a uh, a graphic novel prototype that I worked on a while ago and I had an idea for about a monster hunter. So I'm hoping to pick that up again and get that really going. Hmm. Um, but also I've also been editing this fan fiction I wrote when I was nine. So it takes a lot for me to, to like, I can't just ignore. See, I'm kind of more with the other person, to be honest. Like, if someone has, like, um, grammatical issues, unless it's, like, so bad, I can usually look over it as long as I can still understand what's going on with the story. And I just make the grammatical fixes in my own brain. That's usually what I do, is I just make the grammatical fixes in my brain. And, um like think about the story yeah but i totally get that the idea the inability to enjoy something without studying it is something that i definitely suffer from when it comes to video games and movies and tv shows and like animation and stuff yeah it's a it's um, a curse sometimes you know it really is, especially to the other to the people around you. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you know Bryce? He was he was one of the color guard. He was the boy color guard for um, yeah. River. And he was kind of like the flagship character in Austin's music. Yeah. I so Bryce gave me one of my most like. Uh, what's wrong with her? Like, I'm not crazy. Other people do this too. That I know type of moments when it came to this sort of thing. Because I don't know if you know this, but he went to Broadway and watched a couple musicals, um, and actually auditioned to be in Dear Evan Hansen. Oh wow! And actually, 
I have no idea how that audition went. I don't know if he got any of the parts he auditioned for. But... I mean, I could see him getting like a um, swing or maybe like, I don't know if they have an ensemble, but that'd be really cool. What do you mean? Well, like just, you know, sometimes I'm not really sure how it works. Out of what part did he audition for? He auditioned for an acting part. Because he's a really good actor. If I'm being honest, he's by far the best actor in that musical, and some would say the only <laughs> one. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I see where people are coming from. Um, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Talk smack about anyone who's listening. Well, we don't have um, like acting you know opportunities here anyway besides like band bust and that's not even really yeah i think that's almost more like someone argued that's kind of like stand-up comedy uh preparation yeah like skit improv almost as opposed to like yeah um but he came back and he watched Hades Town, which I don't know if you've heard me talk about fucking Hades Town, but holy shit, I love <laughs> Hades Town. It's probably my favorite of all time. Uh, and um, he came back and he was like talking about how now, since he's watched like a legitimate production, he can't help but study everything he watches when it comes to musical stuff. And he's like, even if I enjoy it, I'm usually like, mm, could have done mm-hmm. that better. And I'm like, oh my god. And I remember, like, I looked at Krista and I was like, see, other people do it too. And she she gave me the most like, ugh, whatever, Logan face I've ever seen on her. Yes. Um, but it felt good knowing that like there's other people that I knew that had that same kind of like mentality when it came to media. Yeah. So, I'm going to do, like, a complete 180 on the conversation because I just thought about this, like, yesterday or something, and I thought this would be, I thought it'd be a funny moment to share with you because you were a part of said funny moment. So, (laughs) do you remember? I did. um, It was before that one marching, that one football game when we got like rained out for a while and everything was just like totally going to ruin when we had gone to Mishler's oh. right before. Oh my God. <laughs> I totally remember that. Oh my God. That was the start of a day. That was just. We should have taken that. Oh, Wow. We should have taken that as a fucking omen. It was just... Do you want to actually explain the moment, or do you just want to be like, oh yeah, I love that, and then move on? I mean, I was, like, I, I was just thinking about it, and just the events were really funny to me, because you know, we we hadn't really hung out one-on-one that much, and you were like, hey, you want to go get like, you know, dinner or something before the game? I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. And just the fact that the conversation had been something like so 
deep and we got so into it we'd lost track of time ran through a lightning storm oh yeah oh <laughs> with might i add metal all over us you had like pins on your backpack and like i had like a weird metal like attachment to my hoodie yeah we just ran through this lightning storm yeah oh my god <laughs> Your dad was the and hero. Miss Craven was just like, oh, wait, way to show up, drum major. I'm like, listen. Listen. I tried to take the fall, but it didn't work. We were both very late, and that probably looked kind of interesting that we, it was like you and me were both very late. Yeah. And we came out of the same ride, and. Yeah. And, like, just the fact that you were talking to me about Krista the entire time was, like, it's not what you think. It's really not what you think. Yeah. It, I, man, that is interesting to think about, that that Mishler's thing is a big reason why me and Krista Yeah. Because yeah. that was, like... I had talked about it with some other people first, but that was the first time that I really, like, super vented it out. And, like, I said it out loud. So, like, it felt more mm-hmm. real. I never got my ice cream that day. Uh, I was very grateful. Fucking. We ordered ice cream, and we never got it because we're like, hey, it's, like, almost five. We're like, uh-oh. And it's like, yeah, forget about the ice cream. We gotta go. And then we just started sprinting. Yeah, I was just like, keep the money. We gotta go. <laughs> I w- like, I actually wrote it down. I'm like, this is one of the things that I never want to forget about high school. And now I'm thinking about it. I That's a oh, strong yeah. contender for my uh, senior memory. Senior? You know what? I totally forgot about that. That should have been my senior memory. It should have. Uh, well, it... The plan, I don't know how out in the open this is, and me and Ms. Craven have been talking. We were hoping to have uh, a August band oh. bust with seniors of this year, potentially, and um, and then we can, and then things can go back to semi-normal. I mean, who knows what's going to be happening with marching season at this point, like if we're going to have football, if any of that stuff is going to be happening. Yeah, so I did a photo shoot at the high school yesterday, like my cap and gown. And do you know Shelby Vanskoy? Um, the the name sounds familiar. Um. Anyway, she works at the Career Center, and she is also like a part-time photographer, like a freelance photographer. So she was doing our pictures. She's doing like the pictures for like every senior. Um, and we were talking about. So I also don't know how out in the open this is, but one of the potential most likely plans when it comes back, when it comes to going back to school is only going to school every other weekday and then having like homeschool every other weekday. So not only would you have like A lunch and B lunch, you'd have like A school and B school. Oh, geez. That would. Which I feel like really suck for a lot of people like they wouldn't be able to get to see their friends and 
so I really hope it doesn't come to that. That would but really mess up that way. band. And it's that would also mess up looking, band a lot. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Um, and it's also looking like if there is sports, then they're gonna have to like limit the people who can go, and that's gonna like make the money go way down. So they're not gonna be able to keep sports. It's looking like band might like. This is not, no one has said this at all, but just in my own contemplations, I've wondered if, like, band is going to turn into more like a music theory class. Oh, my God. As opposed to what that would s- now. Considering that band is, like, my, a lot. the only reason I, like, go to school anymore. Like, that would just be a hit. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that too, about how like sports and band and like art and stuff keep a lot of kids going to school and they keep them out of trouble and out of, away from drugs and stuff. Uh, and a lot of, I know a lot of like the jocks, as you would call them, uh, like they get passing grades because of yeah. sports. And if you have that anymore, I'm worried you're going to see graduation rates go the arts, down. Yeah, the arts are they affect a lot more people than yeah they think that would you know the arts and sports are gonna take a huge hit i think yeah it's just it's really hard to say because you know quarantine get keeps getting pushed back um i have a friend in texas and he said that they reopened and how, like, the infection rates went, yeah. like, way up, and that they're probably going to go back into quarantine or something. Yeah. Because, I mean, yesterday was my mom and my cousin Elise's birthday. So, uh, my cousin Elise, who lives in Texas, they were at, like, a go-kart place that was packed for her birthday. Wow. Um, I, I, ooh, I just had, like, a hiccup and, like, a throw up at the same time that was awful um but like i don't understand what's going on with our current like michigan social distancing because uh there have been two orders put out one is extending the stay-at-home order into june 12th, 11th yeah. or 12th or something and then the other order is saying that we are now at a point where it's just no more than 10 people in an area but the stay-at-home order is still in order so i really don't no, yeah, they're just like on. overlapping and getting very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I it's weird. So, I have a friend online, and we've been talking for a while. We met through the Red Cold, actually, and they live in Brooklyn. Nice. And we've been talking on the phone. Our parents, oh. our parents are aware of each other. I talked to my dad. They've talked to their parents. And we're actually trying to set up a trip to where I'm going to go down to Brooklyn and they're going to like show me around, just show me like the city and stuff. We're going to go around New York, look at historic sites and stuff. And my dad's pretty well uh-huh. on board. He's talking to a few of his friends who know the area and, you know, it's really exciting. And I'm just hoping that I can uh-huh. do that this summer that hopefully Oh, I don't know if New York is number one. Yeah. When it comes to coronavirus cases and deaths. Like, I would, I really do want to go because they're going to college, but who knows if college is happening. And it's like, 
you want to plan so much for these types of things, but you just can't because you have no idea what's going to happen next. Like, you'd like to think you have a yeah. good idea um, about the situation, but, like, you don't know if the infection rates are going to go down, up, stay the same, what other governors are going to be doing for their states. It's like, I just want to live my life. Yeah. I I heavily relate to that because, you know, I a lot of seniors are getting mad at me because of how figured out my after-school plan was. Uh, specifically Maddie, a bitch. She was getting kind of yeah, me. jokingly, of course. Uh, uh, but like, I had this whole thing figured out. Like, I was gonna move to Grand Rapids. I was gonna work for Zach. I was gonna, I was gonna go to GRCC. Me and David were gonna get an apartment together because he was also going to GRCC. It was this whole thing. I was setting up job interviews for day jobs, stuff like that. And then it just kind of all went the pooper. And now it's looking like I'm gonna be doing completely online college, still living in Everett. For at least a year. That's just that's a blow. And hopefully, it is a blow. Um, I'm hoping I'm I'm setting up my next two big adventures though. I don't know what I want to do first, but I have like a couple ideas of really cool trips I want to take. Um, one of them I want to go backpacking across Europe. Uh, that's become a, a recent like super obsession of mine is like I'm, I'm looking at all the equipment I need I'm making like accounts with like hostels and stuff like that I don't know if you know what a hostel think, is kind of so hostels are like places usually in Europe or in heavily backpacked areas where they're houses where you can go in and just sleep there for the night and some of them you most of them you pay money you pay a fee but some of them, there's like, there's now there's like apps and like services where you just pay like a monthly, you just pay this company like 200 bucks and they will book and pay for all your hostel stays. But then also, uh, you can do like couch surfing hostels, which is like you just know a friend of a friend and you just stay the night there. And then also, like, uh, a really cool idea I had was that there's a lot of hostels, especially near like Amsterdam, where you go and you just show up and you're like, hey, I need a place to stay for two nights while I'm in the city and looking at everything. Tell you what, you have a hole in your roof. I have arms. I help you fix your roof. You give me food <laughs> and board Yeah. for two days. Like, I love the idea of that. Like being, uh, that's a, that's like my big, huge dream trip that I'm working on right now, that and going to Japan. Those are my two huge uh, tri dream trips. Uh, and then I want to do a, I want to do a cross country road trip across all of America, visit all 50 states, uh, visit all the like, the stereotypical tour spots, but I'm also making the list of all the really weird places in America that I want to visit. And also the places from like my childhood that, like, I haven't been to in a long time that I want to visit, like Rainforest Cafe in Galveston, Texas. Hmm. Um, and the idea with that is that I'm probably the first thing I'm going to do as an adult uh, when I have, like, a little bit of money saved up is I'm going to do a Northeast trip, like a New England trip. Like, I want to see New York a little bit. I want to see New Jersey a little bit. 
but mostly I'm, I want to go to Boston again and like revisit all the places I went to when I went to Boston the first time. And also one of my friends who's in this lap thing I was talking about earlier lives in Boston. So I want to go visit him and just <laughs> fucking shoot the shit. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. But you don't know. I'd like to on. think that things will work out to where I can, you know, because apparently as of now, things in Brooklyn aren't like, super tight like people are still able to go out and do certain things uh my friend lives next to uh, a waterfront uh -huh. so that's something so we've been planning we've been planning things okay. pretty normally it doesn't seem like there's a huge barrier of this happening as of now so it seems pretty uh -huh. reasonable for it to happen so i'm just like hoping things are will continue looking up for it you know we have we're getting a list of places we want to go we've been calling pretty not regularly but mm -hmm. we've been calling every few days and stuff and chatting we're like it's really funny because we're polar opposites of like our personalities and it's really funny because they're like they're a slytherin i'm a hufflepuff um our personality types are totally different uh, we fit into like the like a lot of dynamic duo uh, personality traits. Like I remember, because I've been watching BuzzFeed Unsolved, oh, yeah. a little bit of that, and we both agreed that they are definitely Shane and I am definitely okay. Ryan. <laughs> Just like things like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have. Me and Krista kind of have a similar thing where, like, you have, like, the the person of the duo who is clearly the, like, more put-together one, and they're the one who, like, is neater and stuff like that. And then you have, or, like, they're analytical, and then you have the free spirit who's like, oh, I just want to see the world. I want to feel things. I want to experience life. And then usually those two end up being either best friends or dating or married yeah. or whatever. Would you say you are that person, or would you say she is um, that person? Actually, I don't think you said you said, I don't know what you said. For like online, like when I'm talking about people, like on podcasts or anything, I just use they just to keep everything pretty even. Because like you, you never know. Yeah, I assume gender. But um, yeah, I don't know. Unchanged. We we haven't really talked about it much. Um, from what I gather, they are probably more the analytical type. They're very interested in like political, the political scheme of things, like politics, um, okay. like debating, that type of thing. I'm just like, yay! Okay. Um, I'll support you. <laughs> Wow. So I don't I don't know anything about politics basically like ever. I don't have any opinions about anything. Yeah, I get that. There I don't really follow it anymore. The only person that I wanted to win the presidential campaign mm -hmm. is no longer running. So 
I'm not really following that, so I, I can't vote. Up. Sad. Yeah, I'm gonna be 18 though. I'm being oh, adult. Oh, that's in two actually like horrifying that. to think about. Right. Like just you being an adult. It seems like it's so. It feels like it should have been a thing for so long, but now that it actually is, I'm like. Is it really a good idea to give Logan rights? Wow, my audio totally cut out for like 30 seconds. What did you say? <laughs> I said, is it really a good idea to give Logan rights? Ooh, that is a little scary. Like, you're such an old soul, but like... Aww. It's still just scary to think about. Yeah, I'm an old soul, but that is not a fucking idiot. <laughs> Quote of the year. I mean, it's it's true. You're an old soul, but that doesn't mean I'm not an idiot. I mean, yeah. I remember having that conversation with Austin, talking about because he was really interested in like the idea of reincarnation for a bit uh-huh. there. We were talking about like how you definitely have been like around for a while, and then and he said he could see me definitely like. I've been be like I've been in the world I guess for quite some time. Yeah. And he said it was like for me it was mostly just because of my I don't know if he said this. I know someone said it about just how I'm able to give advice for like any situation even if I'd been in it or not just like being able to put myself into other people's you shoes. Are- as if I had been you are there, pretty good at that. even though I haven't. Like, I remember, like, in one of my stories, I was touching up on subjects I'd never dealt mm-hmm. with, but I could just, like, it felt like I had. It felt very close to me, even though I've never experienced it. And people who had, they were like, wow, this is, like, very um, accurate. This is exactly how it is. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. I mean, it's not, but, like, it's interesting. Because I know one of them was like drug use and stuff. I'm like, I've never done a drug in my life. But apparently I got a lot, a lot of the details and parts around it correct, which was very surprising. It's just like things like that had me kind of wondering about it. What do you think about that whole reincarnation thing? No comment or... Yeah, I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty open to it. Like, we, I feel like we don't really know. Like, you can never know for sure. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the not being able to fully know. I mean, I guess in a way you can know for yourself, like, because when it comes to like religion and like reincarnation and stuff like that, uh, if you're like a wholeheartedly like uh, Islam or Christianity or Judaism, whatever if you like have an like my grandfather he is swears by he himself knows that jesus is real and while i may not agree i don't know where i stand when it comes to the whole religious thing um he has no reason to lie he's a very trustworthy honest guy but he talks about these experiences and i full-heartedly believe him 
So in that sense, I think some people can know, but I remember talking to my friend Dan about it and he was saying that if someone tell the only people who know for a fact and are trying to tell you they know for a fact are crazy people or they're trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Or no, that's not what he said. He said the, the, the people who claim to have all the answers are either lying, crazy, or trying to sell you something. Yeah, Which is true, right. I think. If I think if you claim to have all the answers, because even my grandpa doesn't claim to have all the answers. He just that's why I think faith is such an important thing. When you do believe in that kind of stuff, faith is really important. Because you, you don't have all yeah. the answers and you just have to put faith in what you what you believe in and hope that it goes for the best. Yeah, that's that's legit. I love the segues between our conversations. We we started out, we're like, oh my god, I love Disney. <laughs> now we're just like, we will never know what is real and what's not. We'll, we'll like... never have all the answers. The universe, oh my fucking god. What you're just talking, what you were just talking about totally reminded me of something that happened to me last night. So you're you're right. It's oh. it's so weird how things like segue into each other. So this this uh, lap these lap people I was talking about. I was playing uh, siege with them last night, and one of them, uh, his name's Roy. He's going to college for astrophysics. So he's he's a fucking wow. smart dude. And it's really funny because he's a super Christian Southern man, and he's got the most mm. Southern twang you've ever heard. He talks like this. He says, "You're here." yeehaw like unironically says yeehaw like the the most (laughs) stereotypical redneck texan ever but he's also an astrophysicist student um and we were talking i was talking about the denver airport which i don't know if i ever told you about the denver airport um i don't think you don't think so bro that might be a rant for another podcast. Yeah, we're about at an hour and a half right now. My phone is actually so hot that I cannot hold it for very long. Yeah, so I should probably finish this up. Then we could do lemons and peaches and peaches and lemons. Yeah, I'm probably going to catch on fire very yeah. soon. It's um, but anyway, and we, we started off with the Denver <laughs> airport, which has a lot of really weird stuff. When it comes to like their art and they have a giant statue of a horse that has glowing red eyes named Lucifer, that whole thing. It's got a bunch of conspiracy oh. theories around it. But anyway, we started talking about that and then it slowly turned about into if we think that there's life out there. And then that turned into our sheer, like how controversial it is that like, cause like he was talking about how like it's controversial with astrophysicians that it's like physicists that it's like, um, the universe is constantly expanding but why are galaxies colliding with each other? Because we know that our galaxy is going to collide with some fucking thing he said, like the Call to Andromeda galaxy or whatever. We, our Milky Way is going to collide in a couple thousand years. That is confirmed oh. and by math and statistics and stuff. Like, it's confirmed. That's what's going to happen. But then also it's expanding, so it doesn't make sense. And then that segued into us having a really, really deep conversation about how, like, other religions work and how, like, you can have certain mentalities about knowing the universe. They got very deep from us fucking talking about a giant blue horse. 
That's fine. Okay, so like conversations just happen what? when they do things. Yeah, like the conversation, just conversations in general are so unpredictable. Yeah. I think that's what makes me I mean, I talked I started out the conversation with my friend, but we ended up accidentally like creating this entire thing. I'll it a story for another time once the situation is resolved. So I'm, I'm okay. not gonna Fair enough. But it's a fun time. Yeah. It's actually it's very it's a very funny that's story. Cool. I'm excited to hear it. Maybe next time. Um, yeah. So do you want to go first with lemon and peaches, and then we can wrap things up? I, it's been a while. So, is it one lemon? One and lemon, peaches? three peaches. You start with the lemon, and you end with the peaches. Yeah. Okay. Um, lemon. It's very hot, and I really hate the okay. heat. And three peaches. Um. As always, I got to do the podcast, which was mm-hmm. a fun time. Um, a situation that I had been super stressed about is being resolved. Oh, that's I great. Think, which is really cool. And mm, I got a couple more. I got some juice boxes. I really love juice. So I got a couple juice boxes today, and that was really cool. That's a fucking <laughs> good time. Yeah, it's been a good day. All right. Uh, my lemon is going to be something that happened to me the day that I was hanging out with David. Um, while I was swimming, I cut three of my toes wide open. And the cuts are so deep that I probably need stitches but can't go to the hospital. Um, but they're starting to heal now. And I thought it was on a rock. But I, I found out later that night that it was on glass and that I actually had a giant shard of glass really deep in my toe so I could barely get it out. And it was a weird shape. So it didn't fit out of the hole it came in properly. So I had to like spin it and cut my wound open bigger so I could pull it out. It was awful. That's my lemon. I'm complaining over him like, it's really hot. They're like, I just cut open three of my toes and I probably needed stitches. And there well, was last time I like, complained okay, about Animal Crossing and you were like, I'm having existential terror <laughs> nightmares. So I guess it even... Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, what? those haven't stopped, by the way. Are those still going? <laughs> really? I said they haven't stopped. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I had one last night, actually. Um. Nope. And it's actually, it's... um around the same basis of what the other ones were. I don't know if they're the ones I told you about. Anywho. But... Uh, Anywho. So peaches. my peaches are probably the gimme peach is always doing <laughs> this podcast. It's a fun time. Um, Hanging out. Talking. Well, kind of hanging out. I guess not really. Uh, I'm excited. I hope that at some yeah. point, soon or maybe in a, in a long time we can do an episode or maybe make it more often that we are both in the same room that would be cool yeah. um so that's my first lemon is doing the podcast my second lemon is probably uh the fact that i saw david which was really refreshing because he's my best friend and I, I had not seen him in months and it was a really good thing to see him um Along with, I guess, with the same lemon is that I'm hoping to see Jacob soon 
so that'll be a really good time. Uh, and then I think my my third lemon is uh, or peach. My third peach, sorry, or peach. Uh, is probably so. <laughs> kind of going off your lemon, which was the heat. Uh, is how hot it is now, and I can actually go swimming, and I'm starting to make it a part of um, a semi-regular workout regimen, and I'm hoping to start actually working out again, so that would be really cool, and swimming is going to get me there. Yeah, so uh, do you have anything? Maybe that can be how we do our podcast face-to-face. We'll go swimming, invite some of the bros I'll invite some of my bros. Oh, we'll swim. That'd be great. We can make up for that after party that we never got to. Bro, I was so excited for that. We can't even do that now because the kayaks we were going to use got stolen. Yeah, they weren't mine, but they were my family's. Like, they were a member of my family's and they got stolen a couple days ago. But yeah, um... I guess we're gonna have to get yeah. floaty floaties river Hell tubes yeah. and small um, hands so i i guess that wraps up the third uh installation of artistically decline we need i feel like we should make these a little bit shorter more often instead of like once in a blue moon an hour and a half <laughs> i would like Usually I don't know an how long hour podcasts to usually are. Three hours is usually the average time. Is somewhere in between there. One and a half is usually. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll one just and a half more is usually often. very standard, especially for like a biweekly or a weekly. An hour and a half is usually standard. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe the next podcast can be face to face with. Uh, maybe that'd be awesome. Out at a time deal that uh, would be. yeah so this was artistically declined episode three don't know what it's called yet because i usually just name them as i usually we record these and then i listen to them and then li- write down what we talked about and then pick the ones that fit into a title the best and then that's what we name it so i don't know what it's called I feel it like the did. term bread came up uh, a few times. French Toast Mafia and bread cult members and bread sword. So there was a lot of breads. Triple threat bread. Triple yeah. bread. So maybe triple threat bread. Triple threat bread. I like triple. Maybe triple that's what we'll Maybe maybe we'll triple threat a bread. bit to make it easier to say. Anyway, uh Yeah. I was I'm I'm Logan Abair, also known as at bogan LeBabe on instagram and i also have a design account called at crimson moon productions on instagram i mostly do drawings i don't really do a lot of graphic design anymore because they're you know i'm not even a high school graduate yet and uh not a lot of graphic work going on right now in the <laughs> world uh so it's a lot of drawings i post every now and then Um, I'm Kiana. I'm Keisty24 on Instagram. I do art sometimes, actually a lot of the time. Uh, I love my bread cult children. 
So if any of my red cult children are listening, I, I love you. Please go to sleep at a decent time. I'm begging you. Yeah. <sighs> and I, that makes Christ. me the bread cult honorary grandma in a way because I'm your mother. So just everyone, everyone goes. I'm actually gonna. What? I don't want. I wish I could have not said that because now it feels like I'm asking to be a member. I was just making a joke. Don't worry. We have <laughs> we have honorary members who are actually members, Aww. but they're they're part of the family. We have a grandpa. We have a grandpa. All right. Well. All right. Well, I guess that. This is the right. end of uh, this episode. I don't know when, when the when the next one of these will be made. Hopefully, like you said, it'll be more often. I would like it to be weekly. That was the original plan. And then, I don't know, we both just kind of go into a hibernation yeah. status where we don't talk to anyone. And then we send a couple memes to one another. And then I have a thought of like, <laughs> we haven't done a podcast in a long time. Let's do one. <laughs> it That's is exactly how it goes. Exactly how it goes. <laughs> You sent me George, and I was like, hmm, I haven't had it. I haven't watched this client in like two weeks. And then another week and a half. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. um, Goodbye, everyone.